0: what's up ladies and gentlemen it's that time of week it is time for the breakdown pro wrestling podcast that's right i'm your host wayne as always joined by paul i don't know why I even i just i don't that's, know why i did that that's fine joined by paul because i was on a roll damn it that's why uh, and we're gonna talk to you and break down the past week in professional wrestling um and I, I guess, you know, we'll we'll talk about a little bit of WWE because WrestleMania is coming up, even though we passed the rule that we weren't going to talk about events. But there's not really much else to talk about in depth. Uh, we'll go over what happened this past week in AEW. Uh, but first, I, I think we should address what has uh, happened in the last uh, couple of days. Um, yeah. Scott Hall passed away uh from multiple heart attacks caused by a blood clot from his broken hip surgery. Kinda sucks. He was how old? Sixty three. Sixty three. Yep. Um and then I guess it kinda just goes to show like, you know, because Sting's jumping off of balconies through tables at sixty two. Uh, but, you know, Scott put himself through a lot of things in life, and, you know, when you have, when you're older and you have major bones break like that,
1: shit gets, shit gets complicated. It's also the life he lived probably put a, put a strain on his heart. Well, I mean, when you got, like, a blood
0: clot fucking blowing through your heart, you know, that's fucking dangerous for anybody. Yeah. Um... I never met Scott Hall, even at all, for an autograph signing. I do know people uh, who worked with Scott. I met him. Um, Danny and David worked with him over at DDP Yoga. Oh, okay. Um, he was even in a promo of theirs for matches a, couple of, a year or so ago. Uh, they said he was awesome guy, and they, they they literally interacted with him all the time over at the DDP Yogo, like the main studio. I
1: met him for WrestleMania thirty for for WrestleCon when it was at the Sugar Mill across mm-hmm. the street from the Convention Center, and um, I, I I fortunately got to meet like a lot of wrestlers that day. Because I had a giant stack of cards. Because you had to buy tickets in advance. You had to go up and get these cards. And then you hand the cards over to the wrestlers. um, But yeah, I got to meet Scott Hall. Who at the time, I think, hasn't gotten clean, I don't think. Or might have just about started to come clean. I mean, that was six years ago.
0: He might not have been fully, I mean, I don't think he was, when did, when did he go in the Hall of Fame?
1: That year. So then, yeah, he was, he was already. Okay. So he cleaned up. Yeah. Um, so I got to meet him there at Russell Con and he was nice and stuff. Like we talked for a couple of minutes and growing up, I had my top three wrestlers, was Shawn Michaels, Diesel, and Razor Ramon. That was my three guys. Um, especially Razor because I just thought he just looked so fucking cool and he can pull anything off and make it look awesome and look cool. And then we'll, sitting down and watching WrestleMania ten, the latter match, and then the, the sequel at SummerSlam, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just, it sucks too because he had such a great mind for the business and he had such amazing ta- talent in the ring telling a story and stuff like that. And he wasn't, he wasn't one of those big shots that thought that I'm a big name. I don't have to help out the younger people. Like, cause I still remember to this day watching Raw when one, two, three kid did the backflip off the fucking rope and pinned him. And Scott did that for, for Sean to put him over to help build him up. <clears throat> and then they did a program with the crybaby stuff when 123 kids turned heel. And he helped, help like, kind of help showcase his talents. And um, he probably had one of the most impactful. Impactful fucking moments in wrestling history like in the past since Wrestlemania 3 when he jumped the guardrail in 96 mm-hmm. at WCW Nitro and just said the iconic words of like you know who I am and all this other stuff you want to go to war we'll take you to war but um <clears throat> The one thing for WrestleMania 30, when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame, I was lucky enough. I was standing in line to meet Ric Flair at the uh, WWE experience. And there was this group of guys. Apparently, they are WWE super fans. And they're all from different states. But they all travel together to the big events. They all meet up in a as one group. And they'll do all the big events together. <clears throat> well, one of the guys had an extra Hall of Fame ticket. And I was kind of chit-chatting with them because I was behind them. And they, uh, they was like, hey, you want this ticket? Because they ended up getting floor tickets. And they had one, like, it was in the Smoothie King Arena. And I think it was, like, in the 300 section. So I got to go there and live to see not only um, Scott Hall get inducted and give that famous speech that everybody quoted when he passed away I also got to see Jake's a snake get inducted that year also
0: yeah I mean I remember
1: and then I had to sit through Mr. T's fucking <laughs> yeah uh, poor Mr. T oh man
0: I remember uh, I mean I remember him from like the, the southern wrestling and stuff like that him and Kurt Henning together you know from before WWE <clears throat> and you know the NWO thing was probably like the biggest uh creative wrestling creativity you know inspiration at, at the time you
1: know but I mean you got to think of how big of an impact that and, was And it was
0: and then again there could have been no other no other talent could have pulled that off like him and him and Nash were yeah. synonymous with the brand at that point. So like it could have, it just wasn't, it, it was, it really was a once in a lifetime occurrence. Cause there was no big, the only, the only other name bigger that you could have had do that would have been Sean at that point.
1: Oh, yeah, easily. Um, Either Sean or Brett.
0: Yeah. Like, you You had, like, a group of maybe four or five wrestlers that could have pulled that off and it come across as if WWF was invading WCW because other people had jumped back and forth many a times. It wasn't a big deal. Like, Hannity had gone. Mr. Perfect had gone back and forth already. Lex Luger had gone back and forth already. You already had Hogan come over, and it didn't do what it it didn't do what it they did, unless you'd had Hogan come in as a bad guy.
1: No, because it got to the fact that people were booing Hogan.
0: What's well, what I'm saying? Like he, yeah. if he'd have came into WCW as a bad guy, then we're talking a different track in history. But he didn't. He came in as Hulk Hogan and rode what was left of his face, you know, juice till the very end.
1: Yeah, it's the. It's also tragic that at the time Razor was so fucking over and they never really did. I guess that big of a program with him, like a, a main event program or he's probably one of the top stars like Piper and all that. And, or Jake the snake to never win a champion, a major championship, a heavyweight championship in, um, Either WCW or uh, WWF. I mean,
0: he never held, like, yeah, like, he didn't hold one of the big two titles at that point, you know.
1: And Razor was so fucking over, like, at the height of his popularity, he was probably one of the most popular babyfaces they had at the time.
0: I mean, look at, I mean, Piper was, is over, like, Piper was a massive star and never got it either. Yeah, I mean, Jake never got it, and he was a fucking mad. Like there was a lot of like that was just one of Vince's horrible booking decisions.
1: Well, unfortunately for Piper and and Jake is they they were there when Hogan was there. Yeah, unfortunately, like DiBiase got it, got the belt for like two days, and then they fucking stripped it from him, and that's how you came up with the million dollar belt.
0: Yeah, it's it sucks. I mean, he. He could have, you know, done so much more. But again,
1: when you. It's just listening to the stories of, like, how much he helped the younger talent. And he had such a great mind. And and he would. Um, Johnny Gargano got to sit and basically rewatch the WrestleMania 10 ladder match with Sean and Scott. And they're. Going over the mindset of the match, how they set up the match, and like play by play of the psychological uh parts of the match of doing certain spots when to um feed the crowd, when to take away from the crowd, stuff like that, and Johnny said that was like probably one of the greatest moments in his life, other than his kid being born, and um. And he also had this, the one great rib of, like, going up to the younger guys and, like, oh, what's your finisher? I can't wait to uh, kick out of it. <laughs> kind of just fuck with them. hmm Because he, like we said earlier, I think it was AWA. He was with Kurt Henning. Yep. And Kurt Henning was fucking notorious ribber. And Scott was the same way. Like, Scott learned from him. And became a ribber and stuff. He would, if somebody had a bet a button up shirt, he would take a fucking padlock and lock it into the like the little holes of the shirt. And, um, and I'm sure probably a lot of stuff that they can't talk about. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> other ribs.
1: So. Um, but yeah, it was it was sad. Like Nash had to come out and he he's the one who basically told everybody that once the family's in place and stuff like that and they said they got buys they're gonna take them off the machines and stuff like that and he lasted a couple hours without the machines but it was like 30 minutes before Raw maybe 40 minutes before Raw came on is when they officially announced it and they had that video package probably waiting in advance and it kind of sucks is the one bad thing is they never did the fucking ten bell salute.
0: Dude, they haven't done one of those in forever. Yeah.
1: But you got to think of how big of a deal fucking Scott was to the wrestling, wrestling industry.
0: Yeah, the, the problem, here's the thing. And it's, it's like, I I don't want to say this is how Vince and Em think. It's like, yeah, we know him. But does my casual fan that uh, it, that we're trying to hit know who it was?
1: Yeah. I think his last match in WWE was him and Austin at WrestleMania 17 or 18. Well, I mean, I, yeah,
0: because I, I would assume it was after the invasion.
1: Yeah, because he got fired right after it. Yeah. Because um, of his... uh. Alcohol and drugs. because, I mean, that that was the
0: whole story from the plane ride from hell. He was on the plane fucking wasted out of his mom. And not long after that plane ride, he was fired.
1: Scott? Yeah. No, the plane ride was... No, the plane ride, no. Scott, I don't think Scott was on it. Or maybe he was just so fucking drunk he was passed out the whole time. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because the the stewardess tried to wake, wake him up and he fucking grabs her and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that part. Um... But yeah, dude. If he if he just didn't have his demons, like who knows how how great he could have been. He was in ECW at one point.
0: After. No, yeah. wait. It had to have been when he was let go from WCW. Probably. Because he got let go he got fired from WCW.
1: 'Cause he came out wearing the I- outsiders mm-hmm. gear and he came out to uh the Fuji's ready or not strutting his way. And then um Ethan Page basically came out and was like, Yeah, my whole gimmick is based off of Razor Ramon. Like um <clears throat> apparently him and his dad were like huge fans of Razor. Yeah, it kind of sucks because it it's kind of one of those. At least he got to live a good chunk of his end of his life. You gotta
0: love the sober play, and the, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He he got everything together. Plane yeah. ride from hell was after insurrection two
1: thousand and two. Oh, Oh two thousand two. Yeah. Oh Jesus! I thought it was like. Late 90s. Mm-mm. He wasn't even on the Insurrection card. Oh, he's probably part of the tour, though. He might have been part of the tour.
0: And before. something that would never happen today, the Hardys beat Brock Lesnar and Sean Stasiak in a tag match in six minutes and 42 seconds.
1: An Insurrection? Yep. Mm.
0: <laughs> longest match on that card, Stone Cold Steve Austin beats the Big Show with Ric Flair as a special guest referee, 15 minutes. And then Triple H beat The Undertaker in 14 minutes and 31 seconds.
1: Well, yeah, that was at the height of the golden shovel, uh, Triple H. Yeah. Where he was just beating everybody because he could.
0: So yeah, it sucks. I mean, you know, when 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 all the you know a wrestling fucking legend, fucking, goes, but you know.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we get into that age where yeah, a your, lot fucking, of your heroes are gonna start fading away.
0: Yep, that's what I'm telling you, man. Fucking Sting gave me hope. I can go do something stupid in a ring. <laughs>
1: He's 62. Jumping through tables. He basically belly flopped and just. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) He felt his dive was like all of four or five feet. Hey, look, he (laughs) still had to hit them
0: tables and rod down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. On fucking Andrade. Um, Yeah, it sucks. It's uh, tons of support, too, came out for him. Um, I guess sticking with WWE real quick. Uh, Big E had a very scary moment when Rich Holland did a belly-to-back. No, a belly-to-belly-to-belly-overhead su- belly. Belly suplex. And Big E just landed on top of his head and instantly broke his neck. Um, Luckily, he can move his all of his limbs and fingers and toes and everything like that. So
0: basically he he cracked, he cracked and fractured vertebrae.
1: Yeah. I think the C2, C3, C1,
0: his C1's cracked. And I think at the base of his neck, his C6 is messed up. Almost like a, like semi compression, but it didn't really, it didn't blow out the two, like the stuff in between. Yeah. But, it, like, his C1 got fucked up because that's the one all the way up at the top. That is... That's the one that when you hang... When they hang you, that's the one that pops. Mm. That's the one that... If you break your neck and die, that's usually what... What does it. Your C2... Pops out of place or breaks.
1: So... not you see two. You see one. So, yeah. Um, apparently... Big E is the most loved man in wrestling he was suppo- just, like he's
0: he's supposed to be just like a legit big fucking teddy bear like everybody fucking loves.
1: Yeah, uh, like the outpouring of support for him, like everybody came to the hospital after after RAW to to be with him.
0: I mean, here's the thing: I think uh, like unless you want the world to know somebody's a dick, like yeah, you, that that's everybody's either gonna love you because you're hurt and give you like or nobody's gonna say anything and you can really pretty much chalk that up to like alright I'm an asshole and nobody likes me.
1: Yeah cause it wasn't just WWE people it was like AEW people people yeah. that's not even in wrestling anymore. Um, And then you just chalk it up to like it wasn't Ridge Holland's fault. Like it was just one of those it was an accident. I mean, it was just a move that just got fucked thing. up. I don't agree with it. Cornette
0: just was shit talking all of this and But I I don't completely agree with him. But I do agree with him in, in one aspect. And this is a lot of my issues with... Some of the biggest shit AEW does. And it's the indie style. But... Here you have... For no real reason whatsoever. Other than... It's the style. And it gets done. Two massive men... Belly-to-back suplexing each other on the outside of the ring. Was it a spot that was needed? Would anyone care about this spot one way or the other if it wasn't there? That's the kind of... Those are the things that I kind of agree with on when it comes to certain stuff. Like... It wasn't a spot needed to be done by those two people. Like it's a spot that smaller people can do and get away with.
1: Yeah, because they're lighter and can they're lighter. There's they not as much danger better. to it.
0: This is a big spot that should be built up to because it's two big guys, and I, they, I'm not completely in agreement with him that you only do these kind of things as big payoffs or big story setups, because that's not the wrestling business anymore. You're not going to sell a fucking an entire series of matches on a fucking belly-to-belly belly on the outside of the ring. This isn't the 70s anymore. But you do need to have somebody to go, you know what, maybe we don't need to do this.
1: Yeah, and it's people on Twitter coming out against Holland saying that he's unsafe and blah, 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 because in NXT, he's the one who hurt Johnny's neck. And Johnny was out for a while, for a yeah, couple Yeah, but wasn't that
0: also the spot where his knee blew out? Because I know that happened to Ridge Holland himself. Like, he did something, he went to go catch somebody,
1: mm. and his fucking knee buckled from under him. I don't remember him much in NXT. No,
0: because as soon as he showed up, he got hurt, his fucking, he's a big guy, he should be able to catch somebody jumping at him outside. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just one of like, you know sooner or later this is going to happen to Big E because of those stupid dive spear things that he does. But even then, like, that's. There's been a couple of times of, like, him landing on his head. And it's like, how did he not well, fucking yeah, yeah, like, I
0: mean, his over-rotation.
1: Yeah. But, unfortunately, one medical doctor came out and basically said, yeah, he can't russell ever again because of this there's
0: a good chance that he won't be able to
1: yeah but he's been given updates like he's still fucking super cheerful his first concern like when he was in the hospital when it first happened when he first got there and he got the news he immediately went on twitter to make a video telling everybody that he's okay and stuff like that and give an update to make sure because um he didn't want people to worry about him that he's okay and um, everything was going to be okay with him, even though he broke his neck.
0: So, this is Holland talking in... This article was posted January 8th, 2021. And he... So he had a. He got hurt in October. Pretty freak incident. On my left leg, I fractured and dislocated my angle, ankle. And then on my right leg, I dislocated the kneecap and ruptured my patella tendons. Because he tried to fucking catch. Who the fuck is that? One of. Um... Is that. L- Lorkin and Birch, maybe. I think so. It's either Danny. It's either I think that's Birch and L- Lorkin, one of them. So, I mean, clearly, like, it takes a big, thick person to be able to grab somebody out of midair. You're not. You're, you're not Keith Lee, bro. Yeah, but that's the kind of, that's the kind of spot where it's like, oh, you're big. We need to show off how powerful you are. Catch this two hundred and some odd pound man flying at you.
1: Now, unfortunately, that's going to be the norm for NXT two because of like you've got a lot of people who's never been in the ring before. Yeah, and he was and a rugby player before he went to NXT. Yeah, and you don't know how to position yourself to catch somebody like that or. Take a bump or do something from the top ropes, mm-hmm. and um, and Jesus Christ, NXT now you don't even recognize. Cause this this past NXT, you had more people from Raw, the main roster, than you did actual NXT people. And supposedly, fucking Champa
0: said goodbye or some shit. I don't know. I didn't watch the news article or the news video on yeah, it. Yeah, he
1: um he lost his match, the triple threat match. And um just just just, just don't re bro. That's all I ask. Oh, that's a lot of people's Just don't re Just go to go to AEW. No, it was him and him and Dolph had a, had a match and Dolph Ziggler ended up winning because Bobby Roode helped cheat. And um yeah, it was pretty much he's getting called to the to the main, Fuck main the roster. Main roster. <laughs> just just
0: just go to AEW and I come mean, up with a new DIY for
1: him and him and Johnny as heels. Him and Braun. No, Braun and Dolph is, I think, the main event for NXT Stand and Deliver. Which is like at 11 o'clock in the fucking morning, I think. Because it takes place before WrestleMania Saturday Night. Night one. So dumb. Yeah. And speaking of WrestleMania, this is is the card so far, two weeks away from WrestleMania. Night one, Ronda versus Charlotte, which is your main event. That's your headliner. Clearly, Ronda's winning and taking the belt back. Yeah. So there's no point in watching. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I'm guessing Belair wins to get her. To get yeah get her payback for losing in thirty seconds, yeah. Uh, Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul and the Miz. And I'm guessing the Mysterios win that. I don't know if they're gonna give him a fucking full time job. They might let his ass
0: win. Yeah, because this might
1: be when Dominic finally turns on his daddy. Dominic was in fucking NXT. He did uh, a thing with. Escobar, because Ray literally legit told Escobar, one of the top fucking luchadors in the world, that his son is the future of lucha. That he's gonna be the biggest star in lucha. Yeah, maybe on the on on the like on, height wise, on his name. <laughs> And also, Ray wants to pass down the mask. Like, once he retires, the mask is going to go to Dominic. I
0: mean, I, that's why I think at some point there's going to be a, a, a turn and then the, there'll be a father versus son match. And Dominic, Dominic gets the fucking mask after the fact.
1: Mm. He retires his dad. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole reason why Ray resigned. Yeah, it's the only reason he resigned. So
0: that fucking Dominic could get this spot. And also promote his tequila. I mean, it's you know Which the fact that I think they did for like one month, and that was it. Yeah,
1: the fact that you got your son a fucking main fucking spotlight. Like that's just had had his daughter in the spotlight for a second. Yeah, she just like no, nah, I'm done with this. Well, yeah, because they killed the whole fucking angle. <laughs> yeah, she when you released Buddy. AEW
0: yeah. should have just signed her for a one-off appearance.
1: Like, when he showed up. Like, that would be great. I'm still waiting for the callback of, like, hey, motherfucker, you tried to poke my eye out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially since he's still fucking... The, like, I'll give it to him, man. He's still working that gimmick because his eye's been fucking colored and he wears the contact in that eye. He
1: has since yeah. he came. Um. After that is Drew versus... Happy Corbin. Who cares? They did this how many times? Look how fall, how bad Drew fell in the card. Yep, He was headlining WrestleMania last year. Won the fucking belt.
0: I mean, that's what happens when Brock comes around and wants to do more than just one match.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then, as of right now, the Usos versus Nakamura and Boogs for the SmackDown titles.
0: So, nothing on that night is of any interest to me whatsoever.
1: No. And they'll probably add maybe another two more matches to this. They might do like seven and seven. Probably. Uh, night two is Brock versus Roman for the two belts. Uh, Camella and Zelina versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Morgan for the Tag team titles, which they're already hinting at the the breakup of Camella and Zelina, because Camella's fucking horny for Corey, can't stop dry humping him at the fucking desk, and Ripley just gets out of a fucking tag team just to be thrown into another random tag team. Yup. Sasha Banks, they don't know what to do with her. Throw her in a random tag team.
0: I mean, it's because they don't look. Even though Ripley should be beating the shit out of everybody, oh wait, we brought Rhonda
1: in. Oh, we can't have, Oh, leave her over there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Oscar, I guess her rehab didn't let her come back to WrestleMania. Like that shoulder injury was uh, in the surgery and stuff like that. In the rehab, she wasn't gonna be. Same with Bailey, supposedly.
0: Yeah, I know, Bailey, I know Bailey's injury. I, I, I didn't think uh, Oscar's shoulder was that bad.
1: Well, first she had dental surgery to fix her teeth for when she fucked up her teeth. And um, on top of that, then she, she needed surgery on the shoulder that I'm guessing she just didn't do for a while and just might as well get it done. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Knoxville versus Sammy might be an entertaining match.
0: Probably
1: not. Uh, McAfee versus Austin Theory. Could be good. Both of them are very good workers. Austin Theory's fucking an amazing talent. Unfortunately, he's stuck in that gimmick of Mr. McMahon's um, protege, I guess yeah, I you could say. W-
0: this just goes to show the short-sightedness and the inability to be creative by WWE. McMahon showing interest in another guy. You had all the opportunity for Shane to get jealous and make a story out of it. Yeah. But no, you just let Shane show up in a rumble, do book himself and book everything how he wants, and then fire him.
1: Uh, Edge and AJ. Could be entertaining. It could, and probably the one match of the of the two nights.
0: Pigs could fly out of my ass. Like that's that's the dude. It's gonna be like every other like pre. It's all these other matches between these old people. It's it's not gonna be what we expect it to be.
1: But at least they let Edge d- Russell not the typical WWE style. They're letting him have more creative because it's Edge.
0: Mm.
1: And then, last, what they have so far is um, All K Bro is probably going to be a triple threat versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy.
0: I mean, I'll offer a heel Street
1: Profits. Oh, I would love a fucking heel Street Profits. I think Montez Ford would probably be great on the fucking mic as a heel,
0: but I'm not for face. You know,
1: Alpha Academy or whatever you want to call it. No, Alpha Academy is great as fucking like Chad Gables is. Yeah, fucking amazing. Like he's doing the best he can with that fucking gimmick, and he's putting. He made it fucking work, and then um. I think you have Riddle turn on fucking Randy. At least you don't see that coming. Like, because everybody's uh, like, is this the week when Randy fucking turns on Riddle? And you got to say, fucking Randy's probably having the best, I guess, the most fun in a long time. Like, he actually gives a shit. And it kind of shows in the promos and the the matches and stuff like that that he's been having. Yeah, I just... None of this... None of it. Oh, no, it's shit. It's probably the worst build to a fucking WrestleMania in a very long time. Because everything's being... The only thing that's focused that you're going to get is Roman and Brock. That's all that fucking matters. And maybe... Rhonda and Charlotte. And the fact that these Every matches, other match does these, not matter. These
0: matches have been, f- like... It's not like they've been hinted at or built up to. It's like, most of them, we knew what happened in, like, a
1: week after the last pay-per-view. Like, the sheer fact of Knoxville coming back again to fight Sammy at WrestleMania. Yeah. I get it. Johnny Knoxville probably was, like, awesome, really into it. My guess is it's not going to happen. Ricochet is going to come out and wrestle for Knoxville, and it'll be Sammy versus Ricochet, probably for the belt. Yeah. Which it should should have been from from the beginning, when Ricochet took the uh took his belt. But yeah, that's pretty much the main thing that's going on in WWE right now. A whole lot of fucking nothing. Yep,
0: a whole lot of nothing.
1: Really bad fucking storylines and just booking that makes no sense. The Kevin Owens. Yeah, that's not even on the Wikipedia. The Kevin Owens show with Stone Cold. Um, The only – I actually did sit – like a lot of people actually sat down and watched that match because fully expecting Cody to come out. Cody ain't coming. It's just a fact of if he's not showing up then in Jacksonville in front of that crowd to the- to set up a a match with Seth at at WrestleMania, then I don't know.
0: Here's the thing: he just and again because Vince does things the way he does things, and you know Tony Khan figured out a way to make wins and losses actually count. There's no reason for Cody to show up and wrestle anybody. He has no motivation to wrestle anyone. Unless he goes around and is like, I'm going to smart you up, this place is a hellhole. Like, what motivation does he have to come after anybody?
1: Yeah, they got the... um I'm guessing, if anything, they save him. If they do bring him in, it's the Raw after Mania. Because you have that fucking Mania crowd that would go nuts when he shows up. I mean, it's like, look, their ratings... They they go,
0: people stuck around to watch who Seth's opponent was going to be. Dude, they scored a 1-7, a 1-6, and a 1-7. Yeah. The people
1: who were going to stick around regardless are the only ones that tuned in. And it's only going to get worse from them now that March Madness started. Yeah. Because it hurt Dynamite Wednesday. Um, And then fucking Rampage is going to start at 1030 at night because of it. Well, yeah, until after it's done. Yeah. And you better hope the fucking game's not going into overtime. <laughs> but they pre-taped Rampage, so you can just go and read the results if you... Yeah, I just <sighs> WrestleMania looks horrible. Oh Jesus, the fucking Hall of Fame! The
0: Hall of Fame looks ho- like it all is ho- it's all ho- the whole weekend is horrible.
1: When they announce fucking Shamel, Queen Shamel, as the women's ver uh, inductee, mm-hmm. and it's like how you don't have Mickey James, you don't have Victoria, Miss Elizabeth. Is not in the fucking Hall of Fame, <laughs> mind you. It might it might come down to the family refusing to put her in because they don't want to deal with fucking Vince and all that. Maybe, yeah. but it's something she should have went in when when Randy got put in. But to put her in, what just because she's Booker T's wife? Yeah. Hey. It,
0: it, it it's all none of these decisions make sense. Then they're not right. I don't know. It just it's it's all so dumb to me.
1: And also Vince is gonna be the one to induct Taker into the Hall of Fame. And a lot of this this is gonna be on the sci fi network or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think. And um a lot of it's going to be pre-taped, I think, like like it was last year. So th- I'm guessing the Taker thing might be the only one that's going to be live. And the Andre Battle Royal will be on SmackDown, the SmackDown before Mania. Mm-hmm. So that's not even going to be on Mania anymore. So a lot of those people are not going to get a Mania payday, unfortunately. Yeah, I. So, Omas and Colonel Aziz and all the. Whoever else is left on the lower mid card, probably. It's all the people from
0: uh. Raw Underground.
1: Yeah, the Raw Underground reunion we had on Raw. Oh, you're missing with Shane. So, yeah, and you had the. And then uh AEW side, yeah, the same Saint Patrick's Saint Patrick's Day Slam. Slam.
0: Well Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah, Saint Patrick's Day Slam, yeah.
1: And um, it was a decent dynamite. Had some had some good matches. It opened with a trios match, the Red Dragon and Hangman. I mean uh Red Dragon and Adam Cole versus Hangman and Jurassic Express. Very good PWG-style tri- trios match. Um, I still love the fact of Jim Ross just doesn't get it and just will shit on the fucking product live on air.
0: Well, I mean, it's like the rest of the commentation going on around, you know, for just the other people. It takes a fucking it takes some skill to be able to keep up and call in indie wrestling.
1: Yeah. And Hangman was fucking super over too in Texas. And uh his hot tag was he fucking shot out that hot tag like like he got shot out of a fucking cannon it was doing great um the other big angle was Moxley and Danielson versus Yuta and Chuck Taylor Regal should be on commentary all the time
0: Yeah, he was much the the nerves were gone this week as opposed to last week. Yeah. The um he was way more comfortable
1: him just coming out and saying um Calling it Excalibur, fucking a mask man, man in the mask. Uh, who's this demon fella coming out here, and them trying to explain Dan Housing to him, <laughs> and um, him basically knowing how to put over Danielson, and also putting over fucking Chuck Taylor in U in Utah, um, just as good of just like these people ain't fucking. Entertainers, they're a fucking pro wrestlers, and they know how to fight. And they're two completely different. Well, yeah,
0: because then now you can see all dramatically where the, the where this storyline's going.
1: Yes. And um, the big thing is Moxley and Danielson win. Yuta stops on the ramp, turns around, looks. Comes back into the ring to shake Regal's hand. Regal slaps the shit out of him.
0: And tells him to get out of the ring.
1: It's like, um, go in the back. You got... You're not there yet, sweetheart. Like, you got some work. Go... You want to leave right now. And...
0: um, Regal turned Danhausen into, like, an actual psychopath.
1: Yeah. That'd be great. Oh, Danhausen... Did you not see Danhausen's tweet? No, he is trying to apply for every fucking faction because <laughs> he thinks he will get more money because <laughs> he's on TV more. So he's with the best friends right now, and then he he wants to know how he can put an application into uh, Chris Jericho's new group, <laughs> Chris Chris Judas he calls him, and then he asked Renee, "Can you talk to Mockley for him <laughs> on coming into um into his group?" And um. And then Jericho came out with the Jericho Appreciation Society Society and cut a great fucking promo. I don't know how he does it.
0: I mean, it was a great promo, but I'm, you know, like I said before we recorded, he's it's Matt Cardona's gimmick. That's what he's doing on the indies right now. He's the sports entertainment guy wrestling the pro wrestlers on the indie circuit. Yeah. Like, you know, he literally says merchandise. It says the Fed was my developmental.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen that shirt, yeah.
0: So, I mean, is this Jericho reinventing himself, or is this, as, you know, Kingston would say, Jericho just leeching off, uh, latching on to something else, and, you know...
1: It's so good, too, because it made sense why these guys would team with him. That's what I'm saying. They
0: had to do that. It... So if you're going to, they're using the professional, like the sports entertainer thing, the faction actually makes more
1: sense to actually have ex-fed people in it. No, it's also but, why they're in it with Jericho. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, So they had to make it why these certain
0: individuals are there, because yeah. if you were going to do it any other, like if you were just going to do the, we're sports entertainers, then go sign some, some low, some of the low B people who got, you know, released and stick with them. Because again to me it makes two point look kind of asinine um
1: it would this is definitely gonna help fucking Daniel Garcia he does need a like a better personality 'cause even the whole like oh no dude he's
0: snatching that mic and like i it just it felt forced it didn't it didn't His- come off, it didn't come across natural at all he is nowhere near the level of two point on them oh, mics. well,
1: fucking Garcia's only been in wrestling for, like, three years, and one of those years he had two broken legs, and, um, I think three. Yeah, I'm just saying, like,
0: I, I think he, de- I mean, yeah, he's been, he hasn't been around that long, but he still,
1: like... Oh, they- he's gonna be the top fucking heel in that company in a couple, a handful of years. Yeah. I just, I don't think that his, his delivery didn't come across. If anybody needs to be with Moxley and Regal in him, it's him. Yeah. He fits them to a T. Um, I just love the fact of like, go back and rewatch the promo of like all the stuff. Like my friend, Kevin told me to sign to have these, um, 2.0 on my podcast. And that's how they got in. That's why they owe me. And all stuff, calling them crazy fucking names now because they have to use their real shoot names. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go back and watch that, and that's going to lead into because now they're the sports entertainers. And Regal and, Mo- and Regal and Brian and uh, you know, Moxley are the. Professional wrestlers. Oh, uh, and Regal was killing. like he was like, We're not entertainers, we're wrestlers. Yeah, we're that's right. wrestlers. so they were
0: they, yeah, they were stressing it. Like, yeah, so that's that's who they're gonna feud with.
1: Jericho tried to trademark sports entertainer but couldn't. Unfortunately. Um I'm guessing their their next feud is gonna be the returning Kingston and RTs and Santana. Probably so after that I guess we we'll talk about the big main event is Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker the rematch one year in the making um not as good as the lights outs match.
0: No, but I mean it was it had its place. I uh, I think I it think hurt. even after even after the lights outs match like they were never going to top that just like we said what later that month Cole had a fucking un you know no DQ match that didn't live up to what Baker did. Oh, the... Him and O'Reilly had, like, a false count anywhere.
1: Oh, in NXT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: like, I don't... Like, it's going to be hard-pressed for a while for somebody, like, for them to to catch up. And that lights-out match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker was amazing. Yes. Did it need to be a year long? Yes. Did it need to pay off where it did? Yes. Having a match two weeks removed from one another, which the week in between is, like, your women's division so weak that Thunder Rosa lost to Britain the champion in a championship match and only fell the number two. Like that, that's not. It's one to of the, me that doesn't look good on your storytelling for your women's division as a whole because
1: there's nobody else that was in lawn. The way I would have done it is at the pay per view you have like a six man tag. If Thunder Rosa wins, if her team wins, she gets a fucking rematch at Saint Patty's day oh she gets a title match at Saint Patty's Day and she picks the st- stipulation or just or have
0: the 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 match at the paper at revolution go to no contest yeah, you can do that that way then it's to be continued you have it be a no contest because of interference, and then no it gets settled in a cage. That's how you. That's how you get. That's how you easily get there. Or yeah. you do the six. Ma- you do the trios match with, and then have like Mercedes Martinez and somebody. I don't know who else you would have.
1: Red Velvet, oh, maybe. Or
0: uh, Diamante, maybe to maybe. fit
1: the aesthetic. Cheetah.
0: Yeah, it, it's. I, I don't know. It, it's you know just one of those but they had a hell of a match great oh yeah match. the match was the the, the match was great brit is still pro- again like i don't think anybody's had an an, an as over blood match than brit has and like she's for one of these you know again you know people will call her the pretty girl wrestlers like she's not one of these like massive
1: you know female wrestlers oh no she got fucking she got busted open the hard way. Dude, that's what I'm
0: saying. She'll sit there and, you know, she doesn't... She's not afraid to fucking just, you know, to let let the blood flow.
1: Yeah. And Thunder is super fucking over, so it's it's about time they put the belt on oh, her. Oh, yeah.
0: It let let Brick go disappear for a little while.
1: But unfortunately, who did she fucking feud with? Who's, the, a, who's a capable nobody. heel other yeah. than Layla Hirsch or fucking Serena Deeb? And Serena's working Sheeta. Yeah. It can't be Jade because she has the TNT Jade, title. Yeah,
0: Jade's got a belt on her own. So, yeah, there's no other real women. They're trying to do something with Chris Statlander now. Oh, like, she's dropping the She's going to drop the the, the gimmick in, and all that, so
1: she's going to be more serious. And I think it's her, and she's doing a program with Layla Hurst. Yeah, she's going to do, be doing it with Layla. So, yeah. you've got to bring Unless somebody she turns else. Heel.
0: Maybe. And, like, leaves the best friends.
1: Yeah, because you need a fucking... You need a... a a decent... You need somebody on fucking Thunder Rosa's level to feud with, to have our first...
0: Yeah, uh, to have our first feud with, so... Yeah, I mean, other than that, not really much
1: went down. Oh, Wardlow. Oh,
0: yeah, Wardlow. But again, that was still... Like, that was predictable.
1: Yeah. And it's also... It made Scorpio Sky look worse.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, there was no way out of that. Like, they painted themselves into a corner with that. But we said that was gonna happen... Yeah. After the pay per view, then it was you know, we had Matt and Jeff Hardy versus Private Party. Jeff, uh, looking a little stiff. Yeah. His you know, swanton, he overshot. He he overshot the he over. No, he undershot the swanton because he dropped yeah. his ass. He
1: he landed all on fucking Isaac.
0: His ass landed on like he's like. Bottom of his torso landed on Isaac. Yeah. Um I, I don't know what the whole like Hardy Boy sting and Darby thing. I don't
1: So spoilers for Rampage. Um of course Darby wins his match versus I forgot who he's anyway Butcher. Is it Butcher? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he wins his match, and then, of course, he gets jumped by the... uh, AFO. AFO. And then they come out for the save, and Matt and them basically set up a eight-man Texas Tornado. Well... Eight-man Tornado? Yeah. Tag? Tag match. So it's Darby, Sting, Matt, and Jeff versus Andrade, Butcher... I mean, I guess you... Butcher Blade and Private Party. I
0: guess you have to like pay off the the full split of Matt from all of that some kind of way and you need people to back him up against all of it.
1: Yeah, but what do he do with Andrade? Like who does he does he feud with Jeff or feud with Matt? Is that how we something happens to
0: Matt and we break him? Maybe. And then it's Andrade and Jeff.
1: Yeah, but I think Tony came out and said that he doesn't want to do the d- broken mat anymore because it didn't do well the first time around. Because I mean, they did it with nobody. That's the problem.
0: They did it with no... Like, that's something that you need the crowd behind you to do. And then, I don't know. I liked the... Uh, I liked when he was... Him and Jericho's stuff at the compound.
1: Oh, him and Sammy. Was it him I mean Yeah, it was him and Sammy. Yeah.
0: Did him and Sammy, that whole thing was great. Yeah. Um I but I do think the broken stuff needs like the character needs to be in front of a crowd to get that playback. Yeah. Like that's 'cause it still works do- it, it works in cinematic stuff, but it also needs it's like Dan Danhausen doesn't work empty arena. No. It's 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 a gimmick that needs the
1: crowd. He, because um, for Matt, they still chant delete when he yeah. does the, the motion.
0: They both were doing it when they came out Wednesday.
1: They did it during the match. Like mm-hmm. when he did that really weird second rope fucking frog splash or splash. Yeah, or I don't whatever. know what that was. Yeah, I don't know it looked bad, anyway. But yeah, after he got up on his knees and he kind of looked around, and he everybody was chanting "delete," and he started doing the motion with his mm. hand. Yeah, so it, it's it's one of those things that just needs it.
0: the 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 broken stuff needs a crowd, and it can be done in a way that. Because again, I don't think. They they got rid of it so fast, cause clearly there's no crowd, so it's not getting over. I I think, you know, there was a lot more you could do with that. There's a lot, you could bring every like, everybody has to fight at some point through the broken universe. Like that w- that would have been awesome. Or do you wait until you get you can get your hands on Bray? I don't know. And do that with him and...
1: Does Bray go to that stupid... Was it the narrative?
0: No. To to choose your your narrative or whatever it is? Yeah.
1: Even though you get to do whatever you want, but no super kits, no Canadian destroyers, no certain moves they put in a set list that you can't do. No,
0: he's not going there. That's basically for people who are like... Looked at as like as an issue all the other places. That's why it's getting so much fucking shit right now. Especially what Austin Aries.
1: Yeah. Um. Two backstage segments. You had Keith Lee. Um. Further their feud with um. Ricky Stocks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Later on, you had the Acclaim cut a rap on Keith Lee backstage where.
0: Ricky and 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 uh, Powerhouse came out, and that was interrupted by Shane Strickland. Yeah, so they needed to uh, turn I, the I, mics on the arena up a little bit better. Oh yeah, whose house? Yeah, that or it wasn't being done live; that was filmed. Because it came across as if he didn't know what, like he didn't let the crowd say it. It he might just, have been.
1: It was probably pre-taped. He.
0: It was kind of like a small pause, and then he says it himself. Whereas, if you have played that up live, or told him, "No, we're gonna play this live, and we know people are gonna go Swerve's house."
1: Well, yeah.
0: that's when you dub it. Like you've got from what a week or two ago, like from Revolution. Revolution. People sh- screaming Swerve's house like at the top of their goddamn lungs.
1: Ah, uh, I I can't wait to see fucking him and Ricky. Yeah, that's gonna be an awesome match. It'll be great, um, and it kind of sh- it showed it. It it's starting to look like fucking um, rampage is basically only a certain selected guys are just rampage guys.
0: Well, I mean, it's the it's 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 like a, almost like a brand split, but it's like no, this is their show for them to shine. Yeah, and um, like why bring like Team Taz is your big heels on that. Show why bring in anybody else? You yeah, don't need to.
1: Taz is on commentary, Jericho's on commentary. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I mean, that's why Taz Taz's crew is such a big well, yeah. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. But that. like,
0: you don't need to bring in other like heel groups, other heels, because you have your main heels. You've got your main, the acclaimed just big heel tag team now. They'll probably be on there a lot since they're no longer number one contenders, yeah, you know. Team Taz, uh, if they ever figure out something with Lance Archer to do other than squash people on Dark, he'll probably be on Rampage.
1: See, the thing is, April 13th, when they come here, um, doors open at 5, show starts at 6. 6. So it might be. I don't know. You're even getting dark. You might. You might get. No, you get dark. Uh, dark elevation, and that's it. You
0: might. Yeah. You know, you'll probably get like five matches in that hour. Yeah. And um, no, because then it's five. The doors open at five. Show starts at six. Dynamite goes live at seven. So you'll get dark elevation.
1: And that's it. With Doc-
0: probably like six matches. Yeah. Well, no, because usually dark, when dark is filmed, it's filmed after. That's why a lot of the the darks in front of crowds, the crowds kind of...
1: I thought it was Rampage is after. No,
0: no, there was times where they did all of them.
1: Yeah, Rampage was after because...
0: Yeah, Rampage is after, but there were times when dark would then be taped after Rampage.
1: So you uh, would have,
0: like, that whole... Where they tried to shoot everything in one day, and those fucking darks were, like... The crowd was just dead because they've yeah, been there for like, like, like 1 six hours. In yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of Doc, the Doc Otter versus the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler from Doc was very good this week. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cutler is great as the fucking Stooge. Like, he's got that down to a T, like, of just him, like, comedy-wise. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of the young bucks, the last backstage promo we'll talk about is they come up to uh F T R who got rid of Tully made no sense, but and kinda hinted at Bret Hart coming in to be their manager.
0: Dude, but Bret Hart's not gonna go tour.
1: I don't I don't wanna see fucking a babyface FTR.
0: No. And that's what it would do.
1: Yeah. And, Unless uh, they're
0: like, let's try it.
1: Yeah. You know? And then the last bit of news is the big... Um, the rumor is, it looks like it's starting to get some traction, is that the AEW in New Japan is going to have a super card this year. Um, and also, supposedly, AEW is going to run a pay-per-view the same weekend as All Out this year and it might be and they might be going to uh WWE might be going to England for a pay-per-view just to beat AEW to the punch I mean cuz that was a, that was a big done th- pay-per-views from England before no but Tony um has been coming out saying like we're going to come we're going to bring back good wrestling to to England and so you can see it live and all I this other stuff. Thing. and do a and major uh, Like a big pay-per-view with, there. With
0: the talent that AEW has, if they put a, the right card together, they could pro- they, they'd could. have a good chance of outdrawing. Oh, yeah. AE, the outdrawing WWE in Britain. A,
1: a British crowd would fucking eat up AEW. Yeah, over WWE. so that's what I'm saying. They've got a good chance with the right card. Just think of the fucking chance. All the uh, chance you'll get. Like, you'll get to hear the fucking in His Glory again mm-hmm. from the audience. The fucking, um, instead of Hey Jude, it's Keith Lee mm-hmm. that they fucking sing to him. Because um, the thing is, WWE will go over there and do like a shitty little fucking insurrection. Mm-hmm. Or they, they haven't done a major pay-per-view since 92 SummerSlam. Yeah. I think it was. And, um... But every AEW pay-per-view is a fucking big pay-per-view. Yeah, because there's only four. And you know it's a bigger deal going to England and doing this, so you know he's going to pull out all the fucking stops when he's there. Yeah, Uh, I mean, like, at that point, you bring in, like... AEW goes to England,
0: you're going to get, like, Tony, if if Tony is going to have, because, again, like, the, what, the pure wrestling champ or whatever, the Ring of Honor pure wrestling champ or whatever it is. Yeah. Was on Dark. I mean. So, clearly, Tony's going to have Ring of Honor people. I already know. On AEW program or something. So, AEW goes to freaking Britain. He brings the Ring of Honor champions. It's midway point. He can bring you could do the super show in Britain because it would be
1: easier to get people in. I already know what you can main event. Offspray's the fucking Rev Pro champion, and he's been calling out Moxley mm-hmm. all fucking year. He's still calling out Moxley. So I'm saying that like
0: you could there's so many things around, and it would be just easier to get everybody to.
1: Oh yeah, and you can easily bring in fucking Ishii or Suzuki or yeah, you can bring um, in New Japan Tahashi. people from there. It'd be easier to get them there than to get them to America. Yeah, and on Impact, like they're they're still doing that Bullet Club OG versus the newer Bullet Club mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and um, you can do that at a at the Super Super Show. It's just...
0: Here's the thing. Do you think they are turning FTR face to bring in a heel Briscoes? Even though the crowd would fucking
1: go nuts for the Briscoes? So, here's the thing with the Briscoes is they're not going to bring in the Briscoes simply because of the networks don't like the Briscoes. I don't... You and know what? also and, the Twitter... I, I mean, I, I get all that, but
0: I'm also of, of the the mind that It's money.
1: Who fucking cares? If they were going to do it, they would have done it long ago. When FTR showed up at, I forgot what show the brisket. But that's why, GCW. That's why
0: I think it's going to happen.
1: I think they tested the waters by having FTR show up at GCW. And then I'm guessing the networks or something didn't like it. Uh, somebody of heavy influence of the network said they didn't like it and it also goes back to 2013 or with the twitter it homophobic it stuff it happens in ring of honor
0: or it happens there cuz again everyone keeps saying AEW bought ring of
1: honor and it's no tony khan bought ring of honor i mean you can do it there just as long as it's not televised on a tbs tnt fucking network they have like a, a completely different network for Ring of Honor I mean, I there's
0: got there's got to be some way around it
1: yeah because I know it's it's the fact of one of the Briscoes had a homophobic tweet he came out and apologized afterwards and now he's got to go back and re-apologize again for it saying that because the internet's a stupid place yeah and it's like how many times can he apologize and give him a second chance because i mean like it or not it was a different time i mean i like 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 Cornette and plus, said And plus it's wrestling
0: like Cornette said like the the briscoes are not you know they're from they're chicken farmers from Delaware. They're they're you know they're not left leaning. They're you know they're probably getting their news from certain places. They're probably watching certain you know channels and shit. So should it be surprising? No, but it is wrestling. Like their it's motherfuckers. hard to know when motherfuckers are in character and not in character.
1: Yeah. They also. Two people you might run into at a fucking uh, gathering. Because they look like... <laughs> they look like Juggaloos. <laughs> juggaloos. Which, did you not see the Juggalo in the front front row of Dynamite? No, I did not. Guy face painting all. Had no, the fucking did, chain. Didn't notice had it. Had the fucking Malenko shirt. <laughs> Whole nine yards. I watched... The, we watched a video.
0: It was one of... Uh, it was the skinny one. Reacting to this video with his dude who had his fucking tats face tattooed with the makeup of the fat one
1: of Shaggy. I you, mean, uh, Volenj. I guess. Yeah, J is the fat one. So, like, the guy had his face
0: paint tattooed on his face. Why? I don't know. Like, like,
1: even even ICP comes out and in- and he
0: like you know what I'm saying like. He was ripping into this dude. Oh, Shaggy. Shaggy Shaggy was ripping into this dude so
1: bad. Like he's a fucking moron. (laughs) Yeah, you can never get a fucking real job. Ever again. Because your giant face tattoo.
0: And they were like he so he was going through the fucking like they showed like he was he got it like when he was young. And then he decided, I guess, as an adult, like he's like getting it removed, and he's like, fucker. It's still going to be, you're still going to be able to see it.
1: Yeah.
0: No amount of passes with a laser is going to not, you're not, you're always going to be able to see that. Oh, it was so funny. Them just dragging this mm-hmm. dude. It was hilarious. It was on, Uh, he was on Tom Segura's, one of like uh, Tom Segura's fucking podcast show or something.
1: Oh, Two Bears in a Cave.
0: No, it was something with like some girl he hosts with.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah,
0: that was what he was on. They would talk. Well, they were on that.
1: Yeah, because I, yeah, him and Bert has a.
0: Yeah, him and Bert do one, but this is some with some blonde woman.
1: I don't think him and Bill does one anymore. Like yeah, I think Bert, they're just on each other's. Bert and Bill. Because Bert and Bill used to do one together. I forgot what they called it. No, because he was.
0: on... I know. I saw part of the one. It was on this show. With the blonde woman. Yeah. But he was talking to Bill about being in Star Wars and shit.
1: Yeah. I think I've seen that clip. Uh, but yeah, like, so wrestling was
0: pretty decent this week, uh, outside of WWE at least. Because uh, nothing inside the WWE is good. Like, d- Finn Balor's your fucking U.S. champion, and I can give two shits about it.
1: Yeah, that's going to be another match. The Damien versus the. The uh, demon. Damien versus the D. De- oh, God. That's probably going to happen.
0: He couldn't break the demon out to beat Brock Lesnar, but he's going to break out the demon to beat fucking... Couldn't,
1: he couldn't fucking after that shit ending with Roman where the top turnbuckle broke. Yeah. God didn't want him to win. Um, Finn needs to leave, too. If AEW goes to England and does a, a show... It's kind of messed up to say, but I hope NXT UK shuts down <laughs> <laughs> and then they can pick up that amazing talent like mustache mountain and all that mm-hmm. Bob Gibson and um, not Bob Gibson. um, forgot fucking Gibson's first name. I like
0: the fucking joke that NXT UK has survived this long untouched because Vince doesn't know it exists. Oh, yeah.
1: He has no idea what's going on over there. And um, how no one was cut after 200 and something people got released. Hundreds up more backstage. No, yeah, nobody's been released Not from Not a NXT single UK, UK person.
0: Minus. The worst thing was to go to the, from the UK to America.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> then Vince knew you existed. Yeah, Tony Storm. Fucking... Um, Pete gets turned to Butch. Yeah. Balta Pete gets turned to
0: Gunther. Fucking... God has, yeah. Rhea has become, you know She's Australian. Charlotte's but she was in NXT UK first. Oh, was she? She was the first fucking champion. Women's cha- NXT women's champion. Was she? She was the first women in NXT UK women's champion. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. And then Other she comes like, over and gets bitched out to Charlotte. Um
1: who is it? The fucking uh,
0: hey, Tony Storm beat her for the belt.
1: Wolf and all them, mm-hmm. they were part of like the UK crowd. Like they're from Germany, but they yeah. made a, a, uh, a what's up faces
0: name in, is in NXT 2.0 now. Not on championship level.
1: Skinny brunette. Oh, dewdrop. No. Yeah, I know, but that's a dewdrop was yeah. Dewdrop was in NXT UK. Piper, Piper. Never. Viper. Was it Viper? No, Piper Nevin. But I think she went by Viper also. Mm. I don't know if that was like her indie name before WWE. Yeah, because I think she did wear like a lot of like her, her 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 gear was like
0: almost looked like scales.
1: Yeah. So yeah, and then um, you turned fucking. You can just see as soon as Pete Dunn comes on camera, and he looks like, so just like I don't want to be here. Just check the fuck out, and it's like, why did I sign a fucking five-year contract?
0: Yep, why? Why did I do it? Why did I do it? Please release me, kill me now. All the more reason the spot with Biggie wasn't necessary because you got your your focus is Pete Dunn is on the main roster now. Yeah, and he's involved in his match.
1: He went from the bruise away to fucking a newsie. Yeah, like he and he's been on in main roster matches. That's what's even worse. It's the worst thing is now it's like we changed his name. He's been on fucking Raw before as Pete, Pete Dunn. He was in the Survivor Series match. He as Pete Dunn. He came out and beat the shit out of fucking Enzo when he was the uh, two hundred five champion. No, um, Pete Dunn was the NXT. No, the UK champion. Mm. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It makes no, no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I think all these name changes, I think that's less to do with Vince at this point and more to do with fucking Nick Khan Yeah, and I they're be- fucking, like, we need to own all this IP. And it's like, mm-hmm. but the IP doesn't mean
1: shit. Because when you leave...
0: You can't take
1: this with you. And it's like, yeah.
0: well, no shit. I'm not taking Butch with me because Pete oh, exactly. Dunne is mine and it's worth more.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to be fucking... Gunther, yeah, Walter. Wanna yeah, Walter's like I'm place? leaving here,
0: and I'm gonna be fucking Walter. Fucking Keith Lee's like Keith Lee and Mia Yim were like, no, we're not signing our names over. And then, okay, bye. Yeah. That's why they cha- That's why they wanted to start calling Keith Lee Bearcat.
1: Part of the reason was they would like they owned they could own Bearcat. Because they have been. Keith Bearcat Lee, and then they'll get rid of the Keith, uh, the Keith so it'd be Bearcat Lee, mm-hmm. and then they'll probably get rid of the Lee, and just be, be Bearcat. Bearcat. Yeah, because that's what they did with um. I forgot. Like every fucking wrestler that had two names became one name. Yeah, because then they can like. Matt Riddle is just now Riddle, Chad Gables is just fucking Gables.
0: Yeah, they 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 got rid of that. They because it's something that they can then trademark without needing the person to sign because you can't trademark a name unless that person signs off on
1: it. Yeah. Fuck, I wish goddamn they would just release um, Di- Dijakojak. Dijakovic. Dijakovic. So him and Lee can have um, uh, you know fucking matches again. Just yeah. no-selling each other's fucking finishers. Like, go back and watch that PWG-Bolo fucking match they had. Jesus Christ. Like, he wasn't... Dominic wasn't kidding when he fucking threw shade at Kenny. That match oh, stole, yeah, he, yeah, stole the like, fucking show. Yeah, we, we, we outdid everybody you on your show. Yeah, everybody was talking about that match. Nobody was talking about Kenny's... I think Kenny had a fucking three-way it was Kenny and the Bucks versus Lucha Brothers and somebody else. I think that was the match. Oh, the, the same night. Yeah, it's... I mean, shit, the ratings this week. Dynamite did a 9 nine twenty-two. Raw did a 1-6, a 1-7, and a 1-6. Yeah. Like, brah, you ain't that far away from... And Dynamite had competition with the March Madness started in NBA games. Yeah. uh, hurting
0: it. So, like, you don't consider them competition, but your numbers are getting way all the more... And again, oh, ratings don't matter. That's not how shit's... No, motherfucker, that's all those TV deals and shit. Depend on those ratings. So yeah, Vince's ratings matter when it comes time for fucking Fox and Peacock to fucking renew those deals.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they get a fucking AW this year. Hopefully it's this year. They get a some type of streaming thing going to where you can watch, go back and watch old pay-per-views. I'm sure at some point we'll hear
0: about fucking like it's going to be on HBO Max. HBO Max deal. Yeah. Cuz they're in
1: fucking bed with Time Warner at this point. So and apparently they love Dynamite because it does great for them like numbers wise. So Yeah, cuz even
0: if you are only deal with like a mill an aver on average roughly around a million, like you can sell that to fucking advertise like yeah, well we we can guarantee you at least 950 to 1.1 million viewers every fucking episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, to go back to the Wallow match. Um, I did have a problem of like MJF having the diamond ring back. Punk left it in the ring. Did he? Yeah. I must have missed that.
0: Yeah, Punk took it off after he hit him with it. He didn't keep it. Again, that match was that match was just a waste because we knew how it was going to end. Like, yeah, sometimes very, sometimes you write yourself into a corner where it is the only obvious
1: answer. It's very predictable, and also it doesn't make your champion look look any good. No,
0: it did not make the champ look. It did not look like make Scorpio Sky look good at all.
1: And I don't know why, you have a spot where Paige Van Sant just makes out with her fucking husband in front of all <laughs> for no reason.
0: 'Cause that's the kind of shit we're gonna get out of of out of that. That's I yeah. guarantee you that's what we're gonna get.
1: Also, one thing potentially you could look forward to I forgot to mention, um with the Jericho's crew and Moxley's crew is if once Moxley and him build up more people, you can you can build that up to a blood and guts match.
0: Yeah, that'll be next year's blood and guts.
1: Yeah. Is it it just going to be Jericho's... That's going to be Jericho's match? Jericho's... Yeah. Probably. You have Jericho's crew and then, like, you can bring in Kingston and Ortiz and Santana with with, uh, Moxley and Danielson. That would be that five versus their five. It's also... Kingston had the great thing of, like, yeah, me and Moxley still crew uh still good friends. Like I don't care that I still hate the guy that he's teaming up with, but that's his prerogative. Like if he wants to do it, yeah, go let him go ahead.
0: And just see Punk getting involved going to Jericho. You said you're a what? <laughs> you said you're a what? Do you know what I do to to sports entertainers, Chris?
1: Yeah, what do you do? I'm guessing you hold off Punk for a couple of weeks, and you bring him back, and you you put him in a program with uh, Hangman for the title. You build that up to. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't in. know. Yeah, I don't know what you do with him right now. Unless he comes out and joins up with Wallow, I guess.
0: I mean, not that's. I don't think he should for the simple fact it's like.
1: No, you keep him off of TV for a while. He
0: shouldn't, but I mean, he shouldn't get involved with fucking MJF or anything. Like, I think that's what's expected. Mm. And have him just look at Wardlow and go, what? Because you did the right thing after how long? Bro, you, you know, you beat me up. Like, it's not like you didn't beat the shit out of me on multiple occasions.
1: It's also, speaking of Wardlow, technically. He lost that match, so technically he didn't get his AEW contract like he wanted. So yeah. he's still under contract with Yeah, that's how that like yeah, I don't think MJF. you bring punk in at all. Like you just need to let that shit play out. So you set up a match, Waldo versus MJF, to get out of his contract. Yeah. Basically.
0: Cause if it had been any other But then you don't have MJ If it had been any other way, then you have like, is, if it had been anybody else that you have Wardlow beat Scorpio or beat whoever was holding a title, and then MJF beat up Wardlow and then take the belt and be like, bitch, you're still under contract to me. And it says, I get this.
1: Yeah. But if you do the him versus MJF to get out of the contract, no way you're going to have him beat MJF. Like, you don't have MJF lose. No, so would you bait like, at that point, you have the, the match to get out of the
0: contract. And then you have him, Wardlow, lose. MJF go, you know what? You're fired. You're fired. Like, literally, like, really dig it in. Like, because MJF likes making his WWE thing, you you know, outreaches. Yeah. Go, I've learned something in this business. Your contract runs out and, you know, and give, like, a further away date. Like, but you know what? I'm going to wish you the best in all your future endeavors. You, and, like, do the Vince voice.
1: Yeah, fired. No, you do And this. then have Wardlow go away for, like, give Wardlow a couple of months off. No, you do this. It's like, all right, fine. I'm going to release you from your contract. But what you don't realize is you have a 90-day non-complete cause in your contract. So you can't go anywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you just do the whole, like dig, like, really. Yeah. You have 90-day. Non-complete There's, cause. You can't do any type of wrestling. So how are you going to support your family now? Yeah. That would be... So technically, in 90 days, you, you can't sign with AEW.
0: That you can't sign... Like, you can't sign with AEW for 90 days.
1: Yeah. So you, you do that. And you have... You keep him off of TV for a while. And then bring him back of, like, Tony fucking signing... Oh, like, there was some... Weird wording in the contract to where there's a loophole to how. No, no I would leave.
0: I'd, I'd take him away for three months. Three months. I would take mm-hmm. him away for the three months. Again, make give people time to miss him. Because when he comes back after that three months,
1: yeah, he's already over. Like yeah, he's already
0: super over. After that three months, people will be wanting wanting to see him, wanting to see him. Yeah. And have MJF like poking people all the time, like expecting Wardlow to come out, and like
1: he's not coming. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't kidding about the ninety days. Um unfortunately WWE is super high on Wallow and they they really want him to to uh to sign with them. If that is like up. the only way he only way he would I I that's those are strictly money deals. Oh yeah, that's good. The only way he goes over there is if they throw a shit ton of money. at Just him.
0: like MJF, the only reason he goes there is if they throw a shit ton of money. Because he's not gonna, he's not gonna be. They're not gonna let him be the same character. They're not gonna let him do what he does. Oh yeah, in AEW over there. Yeah, it's maybe in NXT. No,
1: not even NXT anymore.
0: By the time, dude. By the time he's his contract's up in like 2024, NXT probably won't be around.
1: No, they're gonna change it again to something else. Yeah, because 2.0 ain't working. No, so. And um, I forgot you had a couple – pe- speaking of contracts, you had a couple of people sign extensions on their contracts or re-signed recently. Matt
0: signed an extension to uh, to coincide with the length of Jeff's contract. So Jeff's contract and his contract now expire on the same at the same time. Yeah. So you oh, would and- assume they signed Jeff to maybe – a two-year deal, probably three. With an well, well, do you sign him to a two with an option for an extra, or do you sign him to three with an option for an extra?
1: I say three with that. Option.
0: So then you basically yeah, sure. got Matt to sign another, basically just sign another contract.
1: Although he came in a year in. But do you think they go back to fucking WWE after that? No,
0: no, no. I think they're done,
1: especially after what they did to Jeff.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I think they're done.
1: Um, and then the other news is because of Thunder Rosa winning the AEW title, she had to give up her warrior. There was another, she was a champion for a different, uh, indie promotion that she has to give up that belt. Why? I guess because she's going to have more commitment days to AEW. Cause you know how she- I thought they even announced, said she was the warrior champion. I just seen a fucking news thing.
0: Dude, I thought they even announced her as the Warrior champion at the, uh... The pay-per-view... Uh, at, at, on, uh... Wednesday.
1: Yeah, Thunder Rosa to vacate the Warrior wrestling women's title.
0: Dude, that's... That's... that That's shitty fucking foresight on the people who own that. Because I'm pretty sure they put over the Warrior title in her entrance.
1: Um... But this ain't until the end of April, is when she's gonna um, to give it up.
0: Yeah, that's that's just crappy booking. Like that's that's you not realizing. All right, I need to to work so that I can keep my fucking title on this mainstream fucking
1: performer. She defeated Cali, uh, Cali Ray.
0: Yeah, that's uh, whoever runs that organization. That's poor thinking on their part.
1: Oh, she uh, recently defended it against um, Athena in Sky Blue. Which Sky Blue has been in dark lately? Uh, was Sky, in dark?
0: Sky Blue wrestled a tag match with Kylan last week. Okay,
1: yeah, so... And Ath- sooner or later, Athena's going to be in there for Serena D or Jade, one of the two. Probably Jade. Because they're, they're making a big deal about... They brought, gonna she- be- they brought Sheeta back, so it ain't going to be Serena. It's not going to be her. Because um, they were making a big deal about the uh, who's going to be number 30 for Jade. Because they're really talking up that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I guess that's it for this week. That's going to be a long one. Uh, so, I'm Wayne, that was Paul, and we'll see you later.